thank you, Chris, for giving me my script for today. I'm so appreciative. You play the character of Christine. (laughs) I'll play. Do I get to go now? The sassy character. Yes, thank you, sassy. And now, coming to you from the K2 Studios in San Diego, California, it's the world-famous Chris and Christine Show. Hey, what's happening, everybody? How are you doing today? Thank you so much for listening, and I am Chris. And I'm Christine, and welcome to this 87th episode of the Chris and Christine Show. Fantastic. How are you doing? It is the weekend, and it's glorious. It is Saturday, and more importantly than it just being plain old Saturday, is that today is the kickoff to vacation, Chris. Oh my gosh. Just rub it in. Salt in the wounds for everybody out there vacation that's working. Vacation Chris is in the house. All you do is report on your vacations. My question is, when do <laughs> you, you know, actually I work? A, I should make a podcast just called the Vacation Chris Podcast. Yeah, you know what? That would be full of like happiness and sunshine and all the fun things. Oh, don't we just all love it so much? You know what? You're like I am going to be in such a good mood. I wish that the vacation Chris mood would stay when it's working Chris time. What are you talking about, baby? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. The oh. happy vacation Chris, does he like goes away two days before vacation ends, and then it's like grumpy Chris. It's like <laughs> grumpy cat. It's like oh, grumpy, grumpy cat. cat. Oh, Oh, wow. Well, you know what? This Today, this episode is getting released on Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Yes. Happy Mother's Day to everyone out there, regardless of whether or not you are a mother. It is for all women because we all mother someone in some way, shape, or form. What are you talking about? <laughs> what am I talking about? To the ladies that are newlyweds out there, congratulations oh. on welcoming in a husband slash first child. Uh, You're welcome. Yeah. Well, we got to give you guys some work to do. Oh, I my mean, we do gosh. Both as it is. So. Oh, whatever. <laughs> no, but I always think of, um, and this is for all of the women that might be listening where Mother's Day is a little bit hard. Maybe you've lost a mother or you had hopes of yourself being a mother and that just wasn't in the cards for you. Um, We really do think of all of you on this day. And thank you, women, uh, for adding so much love into the world. Fantastic. And also for the the families that have just dads, you know, single dads where maybe mom's not around. This day's for you, too. That's right. Yeah. Sure is. Well, thank you so much. Hey, before we get all that fun stuff, I want to say, hey, baby, how was your week this uh, last week we had? Well, how did you enjoy it? Well, first of all, you said happy Mother's Day to everybody else. But it's my first puppy Mother's Day. That's a thing. I have a new That's child. A, is that a thing? I, I, gotta, I have a new baby. Let me Google that. That's not a thing. Is hey, it really a thing? I am a dog mom and I have a new baby in my family. I think they do have a happy dog mom day. I know, but uh, you, didn't, you didn't wish me a happy Mother's Day. You said oh, happy Mother's Day to everybody else. Well, happy Mother's Day, babe. Thanks. Have you gone shopping for me yet? Absolutely not. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not all about the gifts. They are nice as a token of appreciation, but more than anything, it's the love and appreciation. And do I get a day off tomorrow is my question. Maybe every day is a day off. I'm, I'm concerned. What? I work so hard around this house. You do. And you said that Vacation Chris was going to take care of decluttering and oh, cleaning the whole house my, yeah, for me. Yeah, this vacation, it's going to be more of like, I look around the house and I'm kind of disgusted. But what? Like, That's so rude. It's like, 
oh, that area over there needs to be cleaned. Oh, the kids' bedroom needs to be cleaned. Oh, it's that's a, true. It's a disaster. Oh, the garage. I got to figure out a way to make the garage look like a garage, not like a big like lump of junk. Well, we can actually park a car in there, so it's not yeah. that bad. Yeah, that's about all you really can do in there is put a car in there. And, and like well, everything's to the sides and stuff. So I want to clear that out, work on that. Work on every room in this house. Work on the backyard. Work on the every. I just want to like really. It's springtime. I want to take advantage of that and really clean the house. So my question is, how much of that's actually going to happen, though? Well, I'll let you know. Come next week, a week from today, we'll find out. Well, I would like to know for accountability purposes, so I can play this back to you. Like, what happens if you choose not to clean anything and you stay a podcast playing all week? A podcast playing? Well, I'll try to balance it out. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, okay, babe. I'm going to spend seven hours of podcasting and then I'm going to tear everything out and put it in the middle of the garage and start cussing at it. <laughs> Accurate? Oh, oh, like the, oh, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> like the time the mover started moving everything into the garage out of the house and it was a big clutter. Like, uh, you know. But uh, but and, it was all good. But they were actually working and you were just yelling at, aren't they going to do this? Aren't they going to do this? Why aren't they moving the rug, Chris? Because they have to move the couch off the rug first. Uh. Well, aren't they going to do this? Aren't they going to do that? So here is what you have to promise me. What's that? Is baby? you have to remember that just because you're vacation, Chris, doesn't mean that I'm vacation, Christine. Oh, that's right. You're working this week. I am. Yes. I'm on solo vacation. You are. Again. And the kids are wor- the kids are at school. So solo you- vacation, Chris. What solo vacation, Chris? I'm going to be here. But this means like you get to like do Chris stuff. Ooh. Yeah. What's that like? I I don't know. You could like take yourself to the casino. You could take. Are the- they even open right now? Yeah, they are. You could take yourself on a drive. Oh, that reminds me. Hey, honey, can I borrow a hundred bucks to go to the casino? <laughs> whatever <laughs> lose my money but at the end of the week and if i will pay you back but at the end of the week we do get to have a little overnight getaway just the two of us in preparation for my graduation this week the, the truth of the matter is the reason why i took this week off for vacation was because i'm so excited that christine is actually graduating Yay! this week this next weekend a week from today yep. will be her graduation if you're listening to this on mother's day of yep course. and uh so i took the entire week off yeah, well, because originally it was going to be a two to three day uh, kind of series of events where we would have my hooding ceremony with my doctoral hood. And then um, either the day after or the like there's a gap in between. Then we had the big ceremony, but with COVID, hashtag COVID, um, we didn't get to have the in-person hooding. And then they shifted our actual in-person ceremony, which I'm still super grateful that I get to do the in-person ceremony and it's going to actually occur on Sunday. It was originally going to occur on like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So you just took the whole vacation week off. So you yeah, could that's be why there I took for the, me. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I took the full week off which just for that. Right. But we get to go um, kiddo free up Ooh, to LA. Like? Uh, to, up to LA on Saturday. And way up the road to LA. To spend the night and be able to go um, to my graduation ceremony on Sunday, which I'm so thankful I got to secure two extra tickets and one of my friends gave me a ticket so I can have you, Chris, both of my parents and both of your parents, which is like amazing. So five guests total, right? Right. Which Including is, myself. Which is more than what many people are getting just because I had some super generous friends that said, you know, I'll add your dad for a ticket. And then I was able to ask the university for two more and get your parents in. And I'm very grateful that 
I get to have anybody there, first of all. And second of all, that as of Friday, I can officially call myself doctor. And then on Sunday, I officially graduate. That's fantastic, babe. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. So you were going to ask me something about my week earlier. So how was your regular work? Like, how did this week go leading up to this? Um, it's been a very interesting week for me. I had a little bit of a snafu. So one of the things that I've been doing is on the side, in addition to my schooling stuff, I've been working on getting my chief business official certification. And Ooh, business officer? That's like CEO stuff, right? Well, a CBO. It's oh, a, I'm sorry. It's I like the financial you. officer, mostly for school districts. And I've been working on that. But I had this one last training that I had to get into. And I was trying all last weekend to get signed up for it. And then I emailed on Monday to try and get into it. And um, then they called me and said, oh, well, we're transitioning to a new registration system. So I'm sorry, we can't accept any more registrations. And I was like, they said, oh, registration closed on the 1st. And they said, no, online it says it closes on the 5th. And this, today's the 4th. And I tried to e- to register the 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Or sorry, t- the day was the 3rd. And I was like Saturday and Sunday trying to register and they were like, I'm sorry, we really can't help you. And I'm like, I'm going to end up losing out on the opportunities for potentially pursuing a CBO role if I wanted to. And so I was going back and forth with the organization. And um, two of the ladies in that office really advocated for me and their supervisor caved and let me in. So this week I get to finish my very last training and apply for my CBO certification, which if you aren't in education, then you probably don't know, but it's kind of a big deal. It's basically being viewed as if you have like an MBA, like a master's in business administration, basically, but of finance. So it's like having a master's in finance, but it's a a rigorous academy you typically have to go through. But because of my doctoral work and everything I've been doing professionally to advance myself in my career, I am able to get that certification. Wow, they just hand it to you? No. Like, yeah, here you go. No. Christine, I, you just did a great job. You are amazing. Your career is spectacular. Here you go. Have this too. No, don't discount I'm it. Just, well, you just said that's what they do, no, right? No, I said I don't have to go through the academy, but it's because I've been doing all of this other work that it's viewed as comparable training. Oh, I see. So it's like they're saying you didn't go through their particular class. But everything that I did lines up with what they would require and so I will be able to be certified. And, you know, in my doctoral research, one of the biggest barriers that I found for Latinas in accessing the superintendency was that so many of them aren't able to get the financial training to be a CBO and they're not able to be on that business services side. And so by the fact that I'm holding or I'll hold this certification gives me a much cleaner path to be able to access the superintendency, which is very exciting. That is fantastic. Now, for those who may not know what a superintendent is, it's like a king of the school district. Why do you have to associate it with a masculine term? Oh, I'm sorry. It is Mother's Day. What was I thinking? It is Not like, Mother's Day. It's like the queen. Why would you automatically assume that it's a king for a superintendent? I said because it's Mother's Day. I got switched it to queen. No, not because it's Mother's Day, but because you're focused on gender equity. A superintendent can be a male or a female. That's or or they can choose to be neither. That is true. They Let's could see? also not identify. For all those neither's out there. This no, it's choose the or non non-binary. That's what it is. Yeah, it's not a neither. What if you are binary? What's that mean? It means that you choose like means you're binding yourself to either a male or a female. If you're not, you're saying you're nothing? You no, you just say that I do, I choose not to put myself inside of the box of identifying as male or female. Well, that's fantastic, babe. Well, thank you very much, Chris. After <laughs> the, your little 
comments, male misogynistic comments. What are you talking about? I don't hear nothing like mm-hmm. that. Oh, superintendents are kings of their district. Can Ladies, can we talk about this? Can we put Chris on the spot right now? This is what happens is that people tend to associate positions of power with men. This is what I'm up against. Heaven forbid I actually just spent three years studying this, Chris, and talked about it every night at the dinner table, and yet you still think that superintendents are men. I did not. Yes, you do. Okay. Okay. I'm waiting. (laughs) I'm waiting. You know, this makes me angrier than anything else in the world. Waiting for what? (laughs) Microaggressions. Microaggressions. Uh, Inequitable language that I have to endure. I am sorry. Don't, oh, that sounds so sincere. And everybody in the world is playing their littlest violins for that apology. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> what are you waiting for, babe? The, uh, genuine oh, apology. Okay. I'm and to, not just to me, to all the women listening right now. All the ladies and mothers and grandmothers and mothers-to-be in the entire world, you too could be a superintendent. That sounds so sincere, Chris. Like, it's so, ladies of the world are all cringing right now with that because they're like, that is the biggest male chauvinistic comment that I've ever heard in my entire life. I'm going to call you out on it. And you know, I hold you accountable for this. What you all don't know is that we paused the recording to have a discussion about this because (laughs) no, Chris, you will edit some of the things that you just said that are not appropriate and are not sensitive. Oh, well, I'm sorry, baby. You know, you are amazing. You're right, I am. Everything you do is amazing you know it, you are the only woman i've ever met in my entire uh, life don't put a caveat as the woman i am the only individual i am a woman but you don't get to say you're the only woman go ahead i'm the only individual you're the only individual that yep. i know mm-hmm. that actually can actually get her stuff done and has done phenomenal things in her life and is very well respected and yes, it, but it's so see how that sounds without having to say you're the only woman. Just say you're the only leader. Why do you have to put conditions of you're the only? You know what? I'm gonna get on my soapbox for a minute here. Okay, don't because, fall off it, please. Uh, uh, psh, <laughs> don't knock me off of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, don't knock me off of it. I have to get on my soapbox here for a minute because there's all these things in the news lately about the first Latina, the first such and such woman the such for such and such woman to get whatever role and i just keep looking at it as like what a what a wonderful world, world it would be if we don't have to qualify things as women getting access to these leadership positions like it's such a huge accomplishment because yes they're breaking through the glass ceiling and i'm not diminishing the accomplishments but i think for myself and all of the ladies out there while we appreciate that we're the first we don't want to be the last like people are like Uh, Kamala Harris is the first um, black vice president of the United States. And she's like, but may I never be the last. Preach. Amen, sister. Was she the first female vice president in history? Yes, she is. Oh, okay. Yeah. But she shouldn't be the last. I mean, wouldn't it be so great? Who said she'd be the last? But I'm just saying when you say she's the first, it's like, it just makes this like, oh, she's so exceptional and she is amazing. But it's like, wouldn't it be wonderful if we got to a world where we said superintendent or vice president or principal and people didn't automatically assume that it's a man? I'd never assume it's a man. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you don't know what the superintendent is, it's like the king of the school district. How do you not assume? Uh, why uh, do can't you know a king be? Why, why, why is a king always associated with a male? Because huh? it is why you why, why is it being sexist like that? Uh, because a king is a man and a queen is a woman. Says every history book 
ever. Well, I don't write history. I'm just going by it. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> I can't even with you. I, ladies, just please deal with him. I don't know. <laughs> Send him hate mail. Make him get oh, it through no. his head. Get it through his head. Oh, get it no. through his head. Please no. Christopher. Christopher of the Chris and Christine show with a K. Get it through your head that women can do the same things as men. I never said they couldn't. But you qualified things. I'm, I'm done. I'm moving on. Chris, tell us about your week. Because <laughs> obviously, every time we talk about my week, you just you know belittle it. I don't belittle your week. Yes, you did. You did a fantastic job. I'm so proud of you. By the way, if you don't know, Christina's graduating this weekend. Thank you. Next did, weekend, did you get me a graduation present? I sure did. No, no you didn't. <laughs> did you get me a Mother's Day present? Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. What is it? It's dinner tonight. <laughs> who made the reservations? Uh, who made the reservations? <laughs> Chris, where are we going for dinner tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite place. Uh, no, because they were all booked up. So, yes, I did the Your work. Your second or third favorite so, place. So, Chris. Yeah? You've got a big week ahead of you, Buster. I know. I'm home. Tomorrow, I'm on vacation all week. Yeah. I, See, that's <laughs> even worse. You're on vacation all week, and yet you haven't gone to get any Mother's Day anything. That's what this week's all about. No, Mother's Day's tomorrow. Or today. No. Podcast airs. Well, yes. And my graduation is this week. So great. So just an FYI, cleaning the house isn't a gift for me. That's a gift for you. <sighs> oh, yeah. Maybe you're right. You know. Yeah, because it makes up for all the time you don't help me. It does, does it? So this is my gift to you. You're welcome. You're no, all welcome. No, this is your gift to getting back to what you should be doing, right? Yeah, when I have time. You know, that's the thing. Time is always uh, a killer in my life. Time, time is like... Time is a killer. Time. Oh, really? Tell me about it. Time is like the agony. Like, it's like a cancer in my life. It's always that's so like rude. against me and trying to kill me. Why are you... Why are you even comparing it to that? My apologies, again, to all the individuals that are struggling out there with cancer, that my husband is being so offensive today. What is your problem? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what your problem is either. I think that you are just like in a funk. But tell uh, us about your week. Let's switch gears and try and like pick it up a notch here. Okay. So first off, before I get started on my adventures of last week, I'm going to have to say that if you have access or your availability to get the COVID-19 shot vaccine, whichever vaccine you do end up getting, I recommend getting it and you should get it. And why is that? Because you should get the vaccine so that they get off our backs about wearing these stupid masks all the time and we can get this world back to normal. Okay. Because I want it back to normal. We all want to be back to normal. All the businesses that got closed down want to reopen again. Everybody wants to go back to work. Everybody wants to go to sporting events. Everybody wants to go on vacation. Well, I want to go on vacation. You want to go on vacation. Okay, move it along. Everybody wants to get back to things that they are. And the only way it's going to happen is if we all get the shot. And so did you? So my story starts. But did you get the vaccine? Of course I did. But this is how it went down. So, Ooh, you're sounding very aggressive right I now. No. So, being said that uh, you should get the vaccine, I'm going to tell you my little story. Yes, tell us. So, what happened was I scheduled for an appointment. Actually, Christine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Christine <laughs> scheduled you for an appointment. Yes, at the Costco to get your. You know, Costco sold pallets of. Uh, peanut butter and vaccine shots they don't sell vaccine shots you just go in there and get it for free yeah even better it's like samples it's, it's like samples are back at costco right <laughs> in a vaccine shot <laughs> so we scheduled the appointment so i head over to costco run up in there go to the pharmacy section which is in the back corner of the warehouse and i go up in there and say i have an appointment for one o'clock for the vaccine shot so i show them the medical card and the information your name and all that stuff so they check me in 
Yeah. So I'm in there getting checked in. And I, uh, they ask me, which arm do you want to be shot in? No. Uh, on the right. And I'm like, wait, I get a choice? Uh, I think he's shooting. I guess the right one, I guess. I don't know. Okay. What? Wouldn't right. you do it in your, you're right handed. Why wouldn't you do it in your left arm? Like, what if it like, what if your arm like broke down after that? Well, that's what they said. It could happen. And then they, and they said, all we have is the Johnson and Johnson shot, not the Medora, Moderna, Moderna, Moderna or the Pfizer, just the Johnson and Johnson. And I said, oh. So I didn't have a choice. Okay, I guess I'll take that one. I mean, well, I guess what's important here is that I didn't even tell you um, that previously the Johnson and Johnson had been taken off of the market for right. uh, recall side effects. Uh huh. And that was the first day that it was back on the market. So when you texted me, J and J, is that right? And I was like, uh huh. And I was like doing my research, like, is it safe? And it was like, this is the first day back on the market. And I was like, yeah, boy, oh, get oh, it. Okay, so here's what happened. So they say, take me back in the back little office there. It's like a small little like uh, table thing with a glass barrier between me and like the nursing sex desk or whatever. There was a nursing desk. They didn't just have you like walking up on a conveyor belt and like shooting everybody like Costco does everything in bulk. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like next, next, next. Um, not that day. The, oh, maybe, right. that was, maybe, that was, maybe that was the other shots they were doing, but this J&J is a little different. So with the J&J shot, I call the J&J one shot. So they take me around the back. I go in there, and the nurse says, which arm do you want? I thought, I have to do the right arm. You can do the left or the right. So they had to take the chair, because they had the chair positioned to have it shot in my left arm. So they had to take the chair, move it around, flip it around to the other side, so that I could be facing the other direction, so you so can shoot me in the right, correct arm, which would be the right arm. And Every re- time you say that they're going to shoot you in the arm, it makes me like visualize somebody pulling out a gun and like shooting you in the arm. Well, it almost felt like that because when she did give me finally this shot, I asked her all these questions about the shots. Like, is it safe? Is and what's the story about everybody getting like blood clots and all that stuff? Well, like you know, maybe six or seven people that's happened to. Oh, I said, oh, how many doses though? Out of like seven million, yeah. So the odds are extremely low, but it does happen happen it can happen so i'm like oh okay whatever just shoot me up just do it you know i had covid before it wasn't that bad i didn't really feel much so you know what's this gonna be you didn't feel much oh my word mr man cold when you had covid you were literally in bed telling me you were dying the day after i was discharged from the hospital and here I was sicker than a dog and I had to wait on you hand and foot and bring every meal up to you in bed. But OK, well, COVID th- wasn't that bad. All right. Thanks. Honey. Go ahead. Thanks. honey. Mm-hmm. Hey, t- and today is your day. Happy Mother's Day, by the mm-hmm. way. Yep. Hey, so, so they give me the shot and this needle, it hurts so bad. Oh, my goodness. A shot in my arm. And I like, did like the uh, squinching my eyes and I was like gritting my teeth and like, yeah, I'll take it. Oh. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And I was like, where's my little sucker at? Or something like a candy or something for doing this shot? What? Are we two? <laughs> so and you were, came home, like, crying because you didn't get your sticker that I the, I got shot up or whatever sticker. <laughs> I, know, I they, got the vaccine. So they didn't give me a sticker or anything. But then they had me wait around on the other side of their pharmacy, which is, like, in the aisle next to, like, their goods and stuff. So they have a little bench set up over there. Did so. they have, like, people walking by with different products so you could just, like, fill up your Costco cart while you sat there and waited like they shop while you wait uh no they had me sit there then they had a doctor come out and actually stand with me and hang out with me for like 15 20 minutes 
And he wanted to make sure that I didn't have any freak out side effects. He was like standing there with a white jacket ready to like zip you up and put you in the padded room. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you sound like. The doctor came out to watch me. What were you going to do? Like turn into the Hulk? (laughs) I thought I was going to. Maybe you are a supervillain. Maybe perhaps, you know. Well, you are a supervillain. So maybe this just helped to normalize you. (laughs) Okay. So they got the shot. And I'm just hanging out. and I'm asking all these questions. Of course, I'm asking him like, well. What? No, you asking questions? What? <laughs> I said, what does it do to you? Like, what do you, how does the vaccine work? And why is this one only one shot? Instead, the other ones have two shots. Is it because this one's got double the dosage in this one shot versus the two in the other ones? Oh, no, it's actually it's a different uh, method, the way the, uh, the vaccine actually goes into the body. It's distributed differently than the other shots are done. So how is it distributed? How does I, it I'm mutate a, your DNA? Because you came home and you were like, oh, I can totally feel it changing my DNA right now. I know. I felt weird. I, I, was, like, I was like, wait, I can feel like... <laughs> I can see things miles away. Oh my god! Oh look, he was I like, can- you came in. You're like, I was like, how are you feeling? You're like, what, what, what's that? What's that? I hear a child screaming in a burning fire building, like five miles away. <laughs> like, what? I have super hearing what the now. Heck, because I so I totally thought like you something was wrong because you're like you like went blank, like your eyes were blank and you're like zoning out. You're like, hold on a second. <gasps> And then you were just like silent and I was looking at you and you literally looked like you were about to have a seizure. And I was like, what in the world is happening right now? Okay, well, that was all fun and fun and dandy. And I'm sorry for playing a little prank on you like that. But so I got the home and I got the shot. I got the JJ one shot. So everything's fine and dandy. We got to dinner, have some drinks and cocktails and all that good stuff. Well, I had one beer, but whatever. And then we had some ice cream, watched a movie. and It was fantastic. So then I go to bed. And I have to work the next day, right? So I'm in bed, go to bed, wake up the next morning. And I wake up early because my head is completely throbbing. And it is like like the worst headache. No. I've ever, yeah, oh, yeah. Like the worst headache I've ever had in my entire life. Aches, pains, fever-like conditions. I felt like I was going to die. I could barely eat anything, barely move, barely do anything. It was so bad. I actually had to call out sick to work that day because it was so bad. And, and I think it was one of the side effects I heard. From Why actually, is that? Well, they say this is some side effects. It could be headache and fever-like conditions, chills, and all that fun stuff that I got. But it felt like misery. I was so, oh, my gosh. I thought I was going to die. I thought I was going to call 911, take me to the hospital. Oh, my gosh. you! I was. I don't even remember where I was. I ran a quick errand. And I was grabbing something. Maybe it was from the pharmacy or something. And I get this call from you that's like, I think I need to call 911 right now. I need I need an ambulance. I'm like, what's wrong with you? I think I'm dying. I I, I think my, fe- my fever is going to like make my head explode. I'm like, Chris, you have side effects from the vaccine. You know, the side effects were kind of like I knew they could possibly happen. And I've heard people who've had the side effects. It was kind of like a little something for like a little even the doctor even told me he said he had side effects for only lasted a couple hours. Mine felt like it because it was the weird thing was is that it didn't kick in until the next day. And when it did kick in, it lasted all half of a day. So that was kind of weird. So I thought it was completely something totally different. I thought my body was like saying, screw this. And this is the reason why I usually never, ever get the flu shot because I don't want to get sick. And when I take shots and flu shots and things like that, I get super sick. And this is, and I thought, man, you know what? This is what happened. But, but, but this is completely different from the flu shot. The flu shot is like the dead virus entering your body. This is MRNA. It's completely different processes. It is? Yeah. It's completely different processes. 
It's not the dead virus. They don't inject you with dead COVID to try and build immunity. They actually try these vaccines when they inject them, they create an immune response because it's teaching your um, cells how to recognize and fight the virus um, and like helping them to reprogram them. It's called messenger RNA. And so it goes into your system and it attaches to your different cells to help teach it like when this comes next time, this is how you fight it. And so that you don't have as bad of side effects. And it's really incredible. My brother-in-law has been working on some similar work related to different types of cancers using mRNA cells or mRNA. And it's really crazy cool stuff that they've been doing. But uh, your side effects lasted half, half a day. And why is that? Because your wife did what? I don't know. You tell me. I gave you the magic headache pill to make your headache go away. Oh, yeah. It would have lasted even longer if, if Christine gave me some her uh, medica- prescription medication for my headaches. I was like, you should take this first thing in the morning. No, no, no. What happens when you listen? Uh, when I listen to myself, I listen to you. When you listen to yourself, you just look like you're crazy because you <laughs> talk to yourself. What happens when you actually listen to your wife? Well, the good things do happen. My headache did go away. Thank you so much, babe. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to take any pills or medication. The thing was, I thought they said on the paperwork, don't take anything while no, you're having... No, what you what happened was I said, don't take ibuprofen right now. Try and take Tylenol. And then I came home from dropping the kids off at school and you were like, you told me I couldn't take any medicine. I'm toughing it out here. I'm miserable. I'm going to die. And then I, I brought you food and you were like... I can't even eat. I can't eat right now. I, I really can't eat. Ah, uh, man. Thanks, mom. <laughs> As I said to all those ladies that are newlyweds, well, congratulations on getting a husband and your first child. There you go. And happy Mother's Day to you, baby doll. Thanks. Hey, hey uh, speaking of today is Mother's Day. And this is all Mother's Day. Mother's Day should be more than just a day. I think Mother's Day should be a full week. I think it should be an entire year, meaning that you take over well, okay, all well, of the things I do. If, if it was a year, what year would it be? No, I mean every year. Oh, all day long. Every day should well, be no, Mother's you have, Day. You have to celebrate it somehow. Um, how about we celebrate it by being good to mothers every day? Uh, that's uh, That sounds wonderful. I, and how about we celebrate it by giving women equality? That's You guys can vote now. I mean, come on. Right? You can. No, can't you? That is nowhere near equality. What? <laughs> Just because we get a vote doesn't mean we have a voice. Oh, uh, well, just because I vote doesn't mean I have a voice either. So, you know, join the club. You know? Sometimes I would like to mute your voice. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, unfortunately, I run the control panel over here <laughs> in, this, in the studio. You get the stage. I get the booth. Well, see, because today is Mother's Day, you're getting letting me get a lo- away with a whole lot more than I normally do with my sassafras. Oh, sassy frass. I love sass. Mm-hmm. It's lo- because you sass. are so rude to me that it all comes out on the podcast today. Oh. Uh, so you're welcome, everybody. You'll oh. get the touchy feely later on in the show, but now you just get the feisty McFeisterson. Ah, feisty. Hey, uh, speaking of that it is Mother's Day. You know, uh, we have some very fun facts about Mother's Day and where the origins of Mother's Day came from. And we believe it did not come from Christine. I'll- you're right, because I was not the first mother. You were not the first mother. And we are going to be back with that those fun facts and a VIP guest right after this. Hey there, K2 crew. We love having you as our loyal listeners. To keep up to date with what's happening behind the scenes, check us out on social media. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget to follow our Facebook page. Yeah, tag us in your favorite fun stories. And guess what? You might just end up on the show. Ooh, ooh. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Bruch. Now, Bruch is an electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth. With powerful sonic technology and ultra-gentle bristles, the Bruch redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like that feeling when you first leave the dentist. A fresh, whole mouth clean every single day. Our listeners get 15% off total purchase with code POD15. Follow the link in the show notes and enter the code POD15 to get your exclusive discount and upgrade your oral care routine. And welcome back, everybody, and happy Mother's Day to everybody out there and all the ladies out there in uh, podcast land. Thank you for listening. Yes, happy Mother's Day. And today we have a special guest in the studio, right, Chris? We absolutely do. We're, we have a celebrity guest in the studio. The one, the only, Ezekiel. How you doing today, buddy? Good. He is the one who made me a mother. He is a celebrity. Without him... We would not be celebrating this day for me because that is he is true. my baby. That is so true. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for Ezekiel, uh, Christine wouldn't be a mother, which means she wouldn't be able to celebrate today. Well, but yes, but I am also a stepmother and a dog mom. So I'm celebrating new mothering this year, too. That is fantastic. Hey, you know, Mother's Day, it's probably been around for a while now, I would think, right? Yeah. Like, actually, you printed out a story for me to I read did. to everybody today. Check so yay. Thank you, Chris, for giving me my script for today. I'm so appreciative. You play the character of Christine. (laughs) I'll play. Do I get to go now? The sassy character. Yes. Thank you. Sassy. Feisty. Runs your mouth too much. Yes. I'm running my mouth today because I am feisty. This is how I live my Mm -hmm. life. This is how I have to live with. Yep. You're right. You are so lucky. So the modern holiday of Mother's Day was first celebrated in the year of 1907. Wow, that's like a long time ago. Yes, when Anna Jarvis held a memorial for her mother at St. Andrew's Methodist Church in Grafton, West Virginia. And now that St. Andrew's Methodist Church now holds the International Mother's Day Shrine. So what's interesting is that she started her campaign a couple of years prior to make Mother's Day a recognized holiday in 1905, which was the year that her mother passed away. And so it was two years Uh, later that she was able to actually like first celebrate it Um, but it wasn't just celebrating mothers but it was celebrating the role of mothers and creating peace in the world that's fantastic what the said shrine what kind of shrine you think it possibly could be i don't know maybe it's like a, a memorial for mothers or like a um in recognition of mothers you know maybe it's like one of those statues where the mom's like wiping the snot off of a kid's nose or something. I don't know. That's probably be t- or actually today I think it'd be like swiping the kid's phone out of their hands, <laughs> <laughs> like knocking out their hands. Give yeah. me that back. But there was a campaign to make it recognized, and it took forty years before it became an official holiday. And um, it looks like it said that there was a Mother's Day proclamation in eighteen seventy, which called upon mothers from all backgrounds to come together to promote the amicable settlement of international questions the great and general interests of peace so uh, the really the origins of mother's day while it was anna jarvis recognizing her mom her efforts were to and the efforts of many women were to get this day recognized like i said as the mother's contribution to creating a more peaceful society because if you think of mothers other than the ones that nag you um really what we're trying to do is create a better world for our children right 
Right. Because without uh, moms, children would be just uh, crazy. It'd be like Lord of the Flies. Well, there would be no children if it wasn't for mothers. Oh, yeah, huh? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Unless it was like... It's like chicken and the egg thing. You know? <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit about Mother's Day and mothers and Mother's Day memories and motherly figures. And so we brought Zeke into the studio to help us celebrate Mother's Day. Hey, Zeke, who's your favorite mom? Uh, my mom and Lucy. Oh, wait, wait, but Lucy was a dog. Wait, she Lucy didn't have on, any babies. On television, the I Love Lucy girl, that's what you're talking about? No, my dog. Lucy, his dog that just passed away. Oh, I'm so sorry about your dog passing away. How is your dog your mom? I, I'm confused by that. It's been there my whole life. Oh, so like you're saying, it's like a, like a calming kind of influence in your life which yeah yeah which is what a mom kind of is and so uh what makes me your favorite mom i can't hear you i'm sorry you're the only one. Oh, and i don't have any others oh, well, you know and i don't get beat oh. what? What's that? What's that? what does that guy do with it i get beat oh my gosh oh, everybody 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 has a mom that beats them no they do you're talking yeah. crazy with like a wooden spoon or what Oh, uh, spoon, belt. <laughs> You're such a crazy kid. Uh, I'm not crazy. I'm being truthful. Everybody that's listening, this is truthful. So we were asking you, Ezekiel, what do you have any favorite memories with me? Uh, I don't think I have any memories. Oh. Not not like any special trips you might have went on with uh, your mom? Uh, we went to Europe. Europe? We just hit... I just hit the boxing gym, so I'm really tired out. Oh, yeah, you did get to do that. That was pretty special today. We found a boxing gym. Well, not we. I found a boxing gym for you, and uh, we dropped you off earlier so that you could go and do one of the things that you love, which is like train like a UFC fighter, right? Yeah. How was that? How was that today, buddy? It was really good. I'm gonna, I want to sign up for that exact gym, exact class, because they have a boxing ring, and they could host fights over there. In which I'm gonna take one of my high school bullies. And I'm gonna knock him out. <laughs> well, that wait, wait, wait. How? I, okay, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna knock you out. He jumped. He jumped over Mama something said, knock there. Knock you out. He jumped. Was there something happening at school? Uh, there's this kid at uh, high school that used to bully me, and then after I start watching UFC, I learned how to defend myself. One day he came to, he touched me, and I threw him on the ground. Oh wow! You really threw him on the ground? Yeah. Well, you know what? There's a year, over a year has passed, and you're so tall and strong that I don't think anybody's going to mess with you anymore. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Well, so Zeke, um, you are my only baby that I've ever had in my entire life. And now I get to have two bonus kiddos. But talk to me a little bit about our relationship. Do you love having me as your mom? Yeah. Can you tell us more why? Yeah, why is uh, that, buddy? Cool, but sometimes there's downs because you run your mouth too much. Oh, what? That's very I rude. don't know what that means. Phone call. Private information. Private information. All right, you can call Zeke if you want more info. Uh, but what about the good things? Good things. Cool, fun. What did we do last night that was really fun? I uh, went out to eat. I got sugar high. <laughs> yeah, where do we go for dessert? 
Sugar Factory. What's Sugar Factory for everybody yeah, that's just listening? I just listening imagine in. it's like a big sugar bag that they just all of a sudden like dump in front of your plate. Say, <laughs> Basically, enjoy this with a spoon. <laughs> what did we do, Zeke? We got we pretended like it was my birthday. <laughs> you pretended it was your birthday. How we wait, did. when you pretend it's your birthday? How old do you pretend you are? Twenty-one. No, sixteen. Okay, so you said it's your sixteenth birthday all over again. Well, because we wanted to go to Sugar Factory for his 16th birthday, but it was closed because of COVID and they weren't really accepting reservations. And so this was our makeup for his birthday. And one of the things before you and I got together, Chris, um, and really before you and I even started dating, my time with Ezekiel, we would have adventures every weekend when we were together. Right, Zeke? Yeah. We did lots of fun stuff like we would go um, to the beach. We would go to pretty much wherever you wanted to go. I would take you and we would have fun adventures. You'd go to, you know, trampoline parks and um, we'd go to SeaWorld. We'd go to Disneyland sometimes and we'd go on dates. That was one of my favorite things over the last five and a half years of living in San Diego is all of the cool dates that you and I went on mother together. Mother of the year. Aw, thanks. That's mother of the world, right? That's so, mother of the century right there. So we got to have a, one of our traditional mom-son dates last night. We went to Black Angus for dinner, and then I took you to the Gas Lamp District for dessert and uh, special soda drinks at Sugar Factory. And my mom doesn't even let me have soda, but my dad's like, I don't care how much soda you have, have fun. And that's that's one of the downs. She, don't, <laughs> she doesn't let me have as much as soda I want. Yep, so I have rules. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's right? why That's why the Coke thing at the bottom of the garage is open because I, ch- uh, I drank five. No. I'm being serious. No, all right, well... You know, you are a teenager now and you're 16. And I just wanted to say, I remember my very first Mother's Day when you were a baby and you were so little. You were like four, maybe five months old. And um, I remember that I got a special ring for my first Mother's Day when I had you and it has your birthstone on it. And Who gave you that ring? Uh, Ezekiel's father, but it was from Zeke. So yes, Zeke, you're right. Your dad did give me that ring and it was your birthstone. Uh, which is a garnet. And I've kept that. It's sitting right over there in my jewelry box. But I remember just being so grateful. And I've told you this before, and maybe our listeners do or don't know this. But when I was a teenager, a little bit younger than you, Ezekiel, the doctors told me I would never be able to have any babies because I had been really sick. And so when I found out that I was expecting you, first of all, I was shocked. Like, no, I was never supposed to be able to have kids. And then I was so excited. And when you were born, you're just the most perfect, most beautiful little baby. And ugh, I still keep your picture of you as a newborn right here on my side table. And I just want you to know how proud I am of you and what a great kid you are and how much I love you. And I feel like I'm the luckiest mom in the world to have you as my kid. <laughs> uh, that's 16 for you uh well you know that is very awesome that's a very sweet story because it's like a miracle baby like see he is the, my miracle baby he's the miracle baby i think all babies really are miracles if you but think I'm about diagnosed it with something. What talk, talk louder so we can i'm hear diagnosed you. with something with what did you tell him the post did you you should tell him the poster i sent you you've diagnosed something oh yeah i have autism Yes, Ezekiel is on the autism spectrum. But I am too, right? No, you're not, Chris. I thought I was too. No, you have ADHD. See, same thing. It's different. No, but whatever. It's different. But Chris, or Ezekiel, what does that mean to you? Like, how does your autism spectrum disorder impact you? Uh, 
short-term memory a tiny bit. Can you talk a little Short-term memory a tiny bit, but skip that. Okay, what else? Did you see the poster that I sent you? About the... Uh, the UFC fight that he's saying that he's going to do a UFC fight with you. But it was actually a really cool poster, Zeke, that you created. Um, what did you have to do to create that? I know you put a lot of effort into it. I want to poster my wall. Uh-huh. It's a site where you can create your own poster. Really? Can you do, like, uh, maybe podcast logos and stuff, too, on there? Yeah, probably. And you did, like, an arena in the background, right? Like a yeah. ring or octagon? Yeah. And then what did you do to get a picture of Chris? I went to the Chris and Christine website, screenshot it, cut down all the words, and just put Chris having his soda. Yeah, with his name on it. Okay, fantastic. And then you put it like Zeke versus Chris in a UFC fight, which we know it's not going to happen. But Which will well when I'm 18. <laughs> and you're just laughing saying that I might get knocked out. No, I'm not saying anybody's going to get knocked out. I'm just laughing because I know how much you love UFC. So you said that you wanted me to take you to Vegas. Can you tell everybody where you've been wanting me to take you? UFC Apex Center. What is that? Is it like a... That's where Dana White works, lives his life, drinks, and uh, actually gambles his million dollars. And you know what, Chris? What's that? Do you ever play blackjack? Sometimes. Yeah. He's the king of blackjack. He ha- he's on a streak of a 30-day win streak. I kicked Whoa. out of 30 casinos. Wow. That's and crazy. I always wanted to go ask, what's the minimum... A uh, bet for Dan and White. Oh, yeah, that's cool. But at the Apex Center, is that where they have, like, big fights? Or is it a casino? It's it's where they have big fights, fight nights, all of that. Oh, we'll have to look that up. And so is it just, like, a big building? Because I know you've been no, saying you want to go. There's gems over there. Oh. There's, like, 25 octagons. Whoa, that's cool. So, hey, Zeke, do you want to be more like a uh, MMA fighter or a boxer? Both combined if you could have one or the other which one would you lean towards mma mma so the mma you gotta do a little bit of everything you gotta wrestle you gotta kick you gotta punch you gotta yeah, box. i learned that most of the day today oh you did yeah at your training session today what did you learn punches kicks muay thai muay thai you cool. know what? that sounds like a drink in hawaii <laughs> like a mai tai oh there it is yeah but you know what, Zeke, you have a great build to be a fighter like that. And like you're very quick. Uh, you run so fast and you're very strong. And when you get into fighting kind of stuff, you are really focused. Um, but I think like being able to be quick on your feet and that type of stuff will be really good for you. And so um, I'm really excited that we found this gym nearby. It was called Switch Fitness, right? Swish. I thought Switch Swift. Fit- Swift. Swi- no, I, Switch I, Fitness. Keep the name up. I don't it's know Switch Fitness here in El Cajon. And um, man, the staff there was really sweet. And I was just really appreciative that they let you come to the open gym and try it out. And, you know, you're, since you're going to be here for a month during summertime, we'll just have to figure out how we can get you some day passes to go over there and work out on your own. That'd be awesome, huh? Yeah. Yeah, some classes and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Fantastic. Well, Zeke, is there anything else that you want to say about Mother's Day? Anybody else other than me you want to wish a happy Mother's Day to? My Aunt Jenny. Why don't you talk closer? So Aunt My Jenny. Aunt Jenny. Oh, and where does she live? 
South Africa. South Africa. And then how about wishing all of your grandmas a happy yeah, Mother's Day? Happy Mother's Day, all my grandmas. And you have three of them. You're so lucky. Actually, four, because we have great grandma Liz. Yeah. We have Grandma Sandy, Grandma Arlene, and Grandma Barbara. Yeah. You are a lucky kid. Wow, look at that. All the mothers and grandmothers wait, in wait. your life. And at the end of May, as what? you guys hear, what? I'm putting up the boxing gloves. Okay. So as Chris. What now? You're putting them up? Like Mother's you're hanging Day, them up? Me, me at Fit, at, uh, if you guys want to go, me at Switch Fitness, it's going to be me versus Chris. <laughs> okay. What does that do with Mother's Day? I'm confused. He's just telling everybody. He's just putting them on the on the, on notice. That Okay, but back to Mother's Day. <laughs> Let's steer this bus around. Back to Mother's Day. So uh, what I was going to say was Mother's Day, you mentioned a bunch of grandparents in that mix. Don't they have their own day for that? It's not well. Yeah, yes. Grandma and Grandpa's Day. There's Grandparents' and Day. And they're on vacation. Where are they on vacation? Uh, we call it Grandparents' Grandkids Go Wild. Oh yeah, Ezekiel's grandparents from his other side of the family take him away on a little trip with his cousins every summer for a couple of days to the coast, and they do like the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. Ooh, and that, stuff. One, that one girl. They met that girl on that trip, right? I don't remember. Oh, no, that was with my parents. That was at Bass Lake where we're going this summer for vacation. Oh, that's right. Which was, I ha- I'm i going to probably have to negotiate because I kind of don't want to go to Bass Lake, even though I admit I have some great memories. But also, uh, I, 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 I want to go to Las Vegas. Okay. We, we just did Las Vegas last year. <laughs> we'll talk about this all. We as you all can tell, love Las Vegas. We did. And as you can tell, it is so much fun parenting a 16-year-old. And thank you, Ezekiel, for coming on the show and talking about Mother's Day. We're really grateful to have you on here. And uh, Chris and I are going to go ahead and wrap this up real soon. Okay. I'll be outside the door training. So as you can tell, it's a lot of fun parenting a 16-year-old who... Um, definitely is a little bit scattered and you know it's crazy that he likes to call you out on fighting and we all know that he's not going to fight you we do i don't know that i don't know it's just this thing that he does to try and like connect with you and i think he's just trying to still figure out like what his relationship is with you as his stepdad and you know sometimes it's messy and you know part of me worries one day about um when his dad moves on and potentially gets married again what life's going to be like with Zeke having a stepmom. Like, I don't know how I'm going to handle that. And, you know, I wonder. Well, he was, wasn't uh, Zeke's dad dating somebody before? How'd that relationship work out for him? Well, they're not together, but I mean. I don't know like Zeke and the the girl. uh, He didn't like her. He didn't like her at all. Really? Yeah. And that's what ended up uh, getting between his dad and the, this young woman who was apparently very nice to Zeke. And I met her and she was nice enough. Um, but I worry for myself because he is an only child on that side and he is the only child I've birthed out of my body. And like, I'm going to really have to maybe go through some therapy once that happens to like, how am I going to negotiate him caring for and having a relationship with another woman as a mother figure without getting jealous or angry and why would you get jealous well get because his he stays with his dad during the week and so that that female figure would have more access to ezekiel and not necessarily you know we don't know their schedule we don't I know. know it could I be just, it could be a thing where where uh 
um, uh, Zeke's dad and this girl, well, whoever this girl could be, would only hang out mostly when Zeke's not around. And when Zeke is there, she's kind of doing her own thing. He, you know, maybe, I said when his father moves on and if he was to get to remar- be oh, remarried. Oh, I, I misunderstood the yeah. better part. Okay. You know, and that's one of the things that I have to think about as a mother. And I know maybe it's different for guys, but you know, blending families and, and learning how to be a stepmom this year has been a lot of learning for me on, you know, not just how to parent my 16-year-old, but how to be an appropriate co-parent for your two boys because there's a thin line. Like, I don't want to disrespect their mother because she is their mother. She birthed them and I try to always put myself in her shoes. Like, how would I feel if there was this other woman coming in? And, you know, one of the things that I'm always super big on. I was chatting about this with one of my best friends this morning who also has a blended family is the importance as a, a stepmom of honoring your your bonus kids mother. And so like I help shop for their Mother's Day gift for their mom and try to make sure that like at Christmas time that we're we're appropriately honoring and respecting her role in their life because like without those women, uh, we wouldn't have our, our kids. Like I wouldn't have Jacob and Mason who are such an important part of my life. And, you know, it's just a very interesting thing being a mother and having to navigate building those bonds in a way that builds healthy relationships so the kids aren't negatively impacted. And, you know, it's definitely been a very complex mothering year for me. I bet it ha- for you and for everybody involved. And uh, yeah, you know, and I- yeah. COVID. And I mean, yeah, COVID. <laughs> my goodness, this whole COVID thing put a big wrench on everything. But Yeah, uh, celebrating Mother's Day after, you know, 14, 15 months of pandemic response. You know, it's a whole different level of mothering and a, a whole huge demand that's different on moms. You know, we've had millions of moms leaving the job market. And so this has been a really challenging year and for women. With, yeah, working with the kids and the Zoom stuff at schooling and yeah. and packing all that stuff, packing food and lunches for, for what the kids are doing and, and keeping care of schedules and uh, keeping track of things to do and yeah, what's going on. But with all the of house. the COVID stuff and the balancing working remotely or having to work and choose between working or homeschooling kids, you know, it's just there's a lot of women out there that might just be feeling exhausted. And so we hear you and we just want to recognize that this has been an exceptional year and you all have risen to the top and risen risen above so many really challenging circumstances. And so I, you know, Time Magazine does like their person of the year. And last year they did the nurse. I think that this year, the person of the year for Time Magazine should be the mother. <laughs> Absolutely. Happy yeah. Mother's Day to that mother of the year, which should be all mothers. All mothers. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Uh, well, this has been fantastic, babe. Thank you. And thanks for dedicating this to Mother's Day. And so, you know, as we close out, I would like to thank my mom for making me the woman that I am and my sisters who um, the two oldest sisters are moms of my amazing nieces and nephews. And I would like to also thank my amazing mother-in-law who I have gained this year, who is a great support system for me down here. And, you know, that's when I moved down here by myself uh, without family nearby five and a half years ago, I just missed having family around. And your parents are so amazing and so kind and sweet and have just loved me and welcomed me in. And I'm just very grateful to have them as my 
and I'm not going to call them in-laws, my in-loves, my oh, mother-in-love, <laughs> my mother-in-love, because mother-in-law sounds like it's a legal thing, but my mother-in-love and father-in-love, it's I like- know it does. When you think about it, when you say like in-laws, like it's, it's like, like a bad thing. Almost. Right. It's like, it's only because it's a, like we signed a marriage certificate. No, there's so- Right. Or whatever. And there's so much more than that. And I'm so grateful- that you welcomed me into the family. Of course we did. We're loving people like that. But I meant yeah. like you helped me become a stepmom this year and allowed me to become a dog mom this year. <laughs> yes. And don't forget turtle mom. Uh, yes, the turtle mom too. I Yes, all the things. And, you know, endured loss of my first turtle baby this year and had a new turtle baby. And it's been a year. <laughs> Oh, it really has been quite a fantastic. Well, I mean, it's been a year of a bunch of craziness. A lot of yeah. things happened, you know, ups and downs. Well, how have you seen me as a mother grow this you year? You are a fantastic mom, bonus mom, wife, and champion for women's rights. You are. Thank you. You you are like uh, what's that chick's name that Ruth uh, D- Bader. Bader Ginsburg. You are you are better than she ever was. No, don't say that. That's blasphemy. <laughs> I can never approach her level. Never. She's phenomenal someday may she rest in peace i know you know she she i mean if she's still alive today she may be uh trying to challenge herself to be as good as you no that's that's blasphemy you know rbg r.i.p uh but i just i hope that you know every day what i try to do is to add value to our family and to bring love and try and just help us to be healthy all together you know just kind of stay together and try to be the glue and Sometimes it's really exhausting, like today, <laughs> when you're dealing with your oldest child, a.k.a. Chris. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought you were talking about Zeke over there. You. Oh, man. You've been a piece of work today. I've been a piece of fun today. <laughs> Vacation Chris, babe. Vacation Chris, vicious Chris, you know, same breath. V. It's a V Chris. Yeah. Uh, so um, I just hope that. That you see that I just try to bring good to good to our life, goodness to our life. Oh, you do, babe. Thanks, Thanks. You so much. And happy Mother's Day to you out Thank there you. listening. And if you want to find out more about the Chris and Christine show, you always can go to our website, which is www.chrisandchristineshow.com. And that's Chris and Christine with K's. And we will be back here next week. We promise you that. One thing we can promise you is that the day will come up, the morning will shine, and Chris and Christine show will have a new episode every Sunday. Oh my gosh and you're making promises that you might not be able to keep next weekend is my graduation oh no (laughs) scratch that you might have an early episode next week so that we can have the weekend off to really focus on celebrating my graduation what was i thinking i know right i don't know well we will have something for you fantastic to listen to next week remember this week that life is too short to wake up in the morning with regret So love the people who treat you right, forget about the ones who don't, and believe that everything happens for a reason. If you get a chance, take it. If it changes your life, let it. Nobody said that it would be easy. They just promised it would be worth it. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Chris. And I'm Christine. And until next week, keep moving forward.